Looking for an easy way to keep up with Here Home's updates and newest offerings? If so, sign up for our email list at weareherehome.com slash subscribe or click the link in the show notes to join the family. Let's get into the episode. everyone. Welcome back to Here Home, the podcast. I'm Asia Woods, your resident professional people gatherer and the founder of Here Home, which is a virtual community and platform for enriching the home and heart with content, resources, and products. So before I introduce this episode, I do have a few special little housekeeping things that I want to first share. The first one being a very exciting one, which is that Here Home is having its first ever in-person event. I am so excited about this. I mean, a huge goal of mine is to have more in-person here home experiences. Obviously, that just makes sense. And the funniest thing is that if it hadn't been for this podcast, I don't know if this particular event would have come to fruition in this particular way because the event is in collaboration with Kristen Russell, who, if you remember, was a guest on the first episode of this holiday series. Um, After we had our conversation about how to be more sustainable during the holidays, we were really We were really eager to extend that conversation into a tangible, real way that people could enjoy. So we figured, what better way than to host a farm's giving, which is a community dinner party in support of the local farmers at Forsyth Farmers Market here in Savannah, Georgia. So it'll be on Sunday, November 27th, which is the Sunday after Thanksgiving. And I will put a link in the show notes with more information if you want to join us. I'm I'm just so excited about this. Second quick thing I want to mention before we get started is more of a hint or teaser, I guess. Um, There's a point in today's conversation where you hear me mention the idea of creating a Here Home holiday playlist. I mean, the big teaser is that's going to happen and it's going to be a fun and special one. So just wanted to say that you're going to hear me mention that in the conversation, but just want to give you a heads up that it's already on the way. Of course, if you want to stay tuned with all of the Here Home updates in real time, I highly recommend signing up for the email list or following us on Instagram where I'm much more active and keeping people posted of like what new things are coming. So, uh, all right, time to get into the episode. So today is episode three of the holiday series and we are talking all about how to host the perfect holiday gathering. The special guests today are the OGs, the legends themselves, my parents. (laughs) So you've obviously already met my mom, Connie, but now you have a chance to hear from my dad, Tony. I have mentioned in previous episodes about how much my family loves to entertain, but what I haven't mentioned is that my dad also has his own passions around entertaining. He has hosted events in the past where he highlights good bourbons and blues and the business is fittingly called bourbon and blues. And I think that's what really makes this conversation you all are about to hear really helpful and fun is because all three of us are coming from a slightly different perspective while we talk people through a step-by-step of how to plan and host a great party. Because you have my mom talking about from a personal experience, my dad coming from the perspective of someone who is very into cooking and wine and spirits, and then obviously me who's coming from a professional events background. It's a really fun episode. I'm excited that you all finally get to hear my dad and just get a little bit more insight into the overall family dynamics Um, And I hope it's really helpful, of course, for anybody who is maybe newly hosting Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's party, or even just planning on attending a lot of events um, this season. I I just hope you get something out of it. Alrighty, enjoy this episode. Bye, guys. Look at you guys sitting here smirking. (laughs) 
<laughs> you guys can't see this right now, but my parents are sitting here very excited to interview. They're acting goofy and kind of silly because they're excited about this. How can people prepare to host without it being so expensive? Do you guys have any tips? And the reason I'm asking about this is because, for example, that's something that I think I don't host as frequently because I'm like, dang, that's a lot of money to spend on food and alcohol and whatever. So do you guys have any tips as to how to host without breaking the bank? So I think one of the main things, if you're on a budget and you want to host, mm -hmm. um, you should, one, don't do it spur of the moment. Don't plan something for spur of the moment. Plan out what you want to do. Like you're going to have, I don't know, uh, this X party on this date, but have it be a couple of months, you know, if you can do even three months out, that's ideal. But the farther out you can you can uh, plan it, mm -hmm. the better. Because that allows you to then, okay, I know that I have this party coming up on X date. I'm looking at the sales, right? The mm -hmm. sales at the, at the food stores, at the grocery stores and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And, um, okay, they have sodas on sale. I'm going to need sodas for my party. That's when I go and buy the sodas. Mm -hmm. They have whatever on sale. So you're spreading out the expense. And you're shopping when the things are on sale. That's a good idea. Yeah. I never really so, thought about that. Why, so the reason why we know that we did that when we were when we were young, broke, <laughs> <laughs> young and broke, and and newly married. And um, you guys have told me this story. Is this the Arizona or New no, Mexico story? New Mexico. You guys New used to throw parties. Yeah. Yes. Um, in New Mexico, so we wanted to have what was it, Tony? Like Fourth of July. It was July a Fourth of July barbecue. Yes, Fourth okay. of July barbecue. So we knew a lot of people, right? And we wanted to invite a lot of people. So, mm -hmm. so barbecue, you got to have meat, right? Mm -hmm. Meat's expensive. Mm -hmm. um, so you started shopping. Like Tony does most of the grocery, all the grocery shopping pretty right. much. And I think we started shopping probably maybe a month in advance. No, I think it was longer than that. No, it was about a month in advance because we got the sodas when they were on sale. Uh, we were able to get the, all the fixings to go with the barbecue, mm -hmm. as well as we got a, a case of ribs. Right, mm. but I think we did it beforehand because at least the meat, I know we started buying the meat more than a month in advance because we would just buy it and then put it in the freezer. No, no it was a, actually a special order I got from a, a, a butcher. Uh, oh, uh, good memory. Because, because, and also, one of the things to keep into, in mind is whenever you're hosting a party, I think, is you want to use the best food that's seasonal. And so whether it's fish, ribs, or what have you, we want to make sure it's the freshest ingredients uh, for that season. And actually, when you're shopping in season, things tend to cost um, less, right? Right, right, right. Because if it's, like, say, for instance, right now, if you wanted to buy what's not in season now, I don't know, like spring fruit, right? It's probably not in season now because it's fall. So it's going to cost a little bit more to buy strawberries, let's just say now, mm -hmm. than, you know, if you were buying strawberries in the springtime. So, you know what I mean? So, so right now it's fall. What's, what's um, good now? Like stone fruit and like, you know, things like that. So plan according to that. Yeah, that's right, good. right. That's a good idea. And also um, meats that freeze really, really well. Mm -hmm. um, we would buy that in advance. Okay. Right. What kind of meats freeze really well, by the way? I would say chicken, beef, and pork. Okay. Uh, fish, lamb, too. Lamb, too. But mm -hmm. I mean, uh, really... but, but, but fish, we always get it fresh. Yes, we yeah. always get the fish fresh. But yeah. also... Also, you remember that you're having a party and you're going to feed a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So depending, if it's a large party, for instance, our 4th of July party when we were, you know, or, you know, first year marriage or whatever, and about we were broke, we had, we, we had about 50 people there. Mm -hmm. um, but you know what? It all worked because 
we shopped in advance. And I still say it was more than a month in advance. Yeah. But we shopped in advance and, and had enough for everybody. So it was perfectly fine. Like we get paid every two weeks. You know, what's on sale this this week yeah. we got paid, whatever. Right. But um, but I was going to say, okay, if I'm going to have a barbecue for 4th of July, I don't need to have lamb chops and all this good stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, I can pretty much do burgers and, you know, typical cookout food. Yeah. So that's a thing, too. Like, what are you trying to do? If you're going to have just a few people and you want to have this really wonderful, you know, lavish dinner party, okay, maybe then you can buy... The, the more high-end high mm-hmm. things because you're not going to have to buy as much. True. Right? So mm-hmm. try to plan it that way as well. When we have large gatherings, we'll do stuff like pasta because that's not expensive. You know, mm-hmm. just different things like that. So Those are good tips. And also because when you really think about it, the purpose of having a party, you guys are focused on having a good time. Like it's not, <laughs> not like you guys are, you know, unless you're having a specifically a dinner party that's right. focused mm-hmm. on like the meal right people are just there to have fun and have good food so it doesn't have to be all high and mighty and fancy exactly and another thing we do to go along with that just what you said yeah people are there they're gonna enjoy the food as long as it's prepared well they're gonna enjoy it right so you don't want to stress yourself out you don't want to plan this big huge thing or all this stuff that you have to cook and then you you're stressing yourself out Mm -hmm. so whatever you can prepare in advance Mm -hmm. And you can refrigerate it or freeze it. Do that because you don't want to stress yourself out. You want to be able to enjoy the party as well. Mm. So. Yeah, because I think that's a good, big part of it is, is preparation. Yeah. Uh, prepping the day before um, the, the, the meats and the, the vegetables, whatever you're going to be preparing. It tends to work out better that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, because usually you take care of all of the logistics and I take care of most of the food. Right. And I just do the easy things like <laughs> 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 If it's an easy style, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. or, or I become sous chef and I can chop things, but yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Um, yeah, so... If, and, and also, I think we always have a plan. Like, we divide and conquer. You do yes. certain things, I do certain things. Well, this tends- kind of leads me to my next question, which is a perfect segue, because my next question is, give us, like, a walkthrough, like, from start to finish. Maybe, let's say, starting an hour before people are starting to arrive, up until the event ends, like... What are your steps? You know what I'm saying? How are you making the magic happen? Because let me backtrack and let you guys know, my parents are like known for being great hosts, you know? And people feel a sense of like magic and they feel cared for. And they really know that because they tell you guys that all the time. Mm -hmm. So what's going on behind the scenes that makes such a party feel so special? So so typically we start off the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, Usually I'm up earlier than Connie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm kind of prepping the food, okay. Um, especially the um, the produce. Or I'm shopping that morning or something. So I want to make sure that stuff is done in advance because we have we, we don't work well together in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we work well separately That's in the, the kitchen, truth. I think. Mm-hmm. And, and so I like to do my thing in front of her, Connie, uh, and, and that way she, I can give her the kitchen when she needs to do her thing. Yeah, and then while he's out out shopping for last minute things mm-hmm. or whatever it is, I'm cleaning the house. Okay. So while he's doing that, then I'm doing I'm cleaning the house. Okay. So we got some dividing and conquering yes. happening like morning of. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then um so we kind of go that way. Tony knows, your dad knows like when to put certain things on, like how fast this cooks, when I have to put this on. Mm-hmm. What's what do I need to fire last? Because, you know, that stuff we need to eat it warm and mm-hmm. I don't want to warm it up in the microwave or keep it in the oven because it will dry out and blah 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 so he's good at all that stuff so he takes care of that like um organizing when he's gonna 
cook what. Right, right. Um, and, and, and then sometimes if it's a, a great cut of beef or some pork, mm-hmm. maybe the day before I'm marinating it. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so it's going to be at the height of flavor. You know, yeah. All the spices and have, stuff have a chance to absorb and, and protein. Yeah. And so sometimes we do that in advance. Yeah. And then so when he's cooking, when he's doing all the cooking and, and all that, I'm decorating the house mm-hmm. if the house isn't already decorated if it's something i need to decorate for yeah if or it's a christmas party if it's a christmas party mm-hmm. or if it's a dinner party i'm doing i'm setting the table and you know that kind of thing so yes so a lot of um divide and conquer probably about an hour before the event um mm-hmm. actually that's when we probably run to the bathroom and <laughs> mm-hmm. take showers and get dressed and we take turns doing that you guys do do that because mm-hmm. it's like I remember in during the Christmas parties that we would have in Pen- or that you guys would have in Pennsylvania, that would always be the last thing. And let me say, I used to hate that little moment to be honest because the food being the oven, you guys would have the area all set and good to go. People are scheduled to arrive maybe the next ten minutes, and then both of you would go and change. And I'd have so much anxiety because I'm like, oh, I hope some nobody rings the doorbell now because like you know when you're a little kid and you don't like answering the door, and then no. I had to answer them like, hey, mom, they're not here, they're getting no, dressed. But, <laughs> but but to be fair, that really never happened. Like that you, happened often. No, if you had to answer the door, Asia, it was like somebody. It was like someone you knew already. I mean, yes, but here. still, you you know what I mean. When you're a little kid, and you have that, you're like, I don't want to talk to these adults when like my mom's not here (laughs) but that's true you guys would go get dressed last because rightly so you're kind of sweating whatever you're running around prepping you know whatever so you want to look fresh okay something like last minute that happens or yeah oh man i gotta do this blah blah blah. so so yeah and we and we kind of take turns doing that usually sometimes tony will go first Mm -hmm. and then i will go because i can do everything faster yeah and then if the guests start arriving (laughs) and I'm just in there putting the last touches on my makeup or whatever. It's no big deal, mm-hmm. you know. So, so yeah. So that's what happens. And then, um, and pause. Really quick question: mm-hmm. Do you mind if there's an overlap? Do you know what I'm saying? Is it? Do you think it's a faux pas to be like still in the bathroom putting on makeup and people are arriving, or do you think that's no big deal? No, no I, I don't no, think no, no big deal. Either. Yeah, I don't think it's a big deal as long as there's some as long as people aren't arriving mm-hmm. and and people don't know each other, right? So, right. Okay. For instance, usually. One of my girlfriends would show up first. Mm-hmm. Um, and they know, okay, my house is your house. So if I'm not available, they're going to do the hostess thing until I get there. Okay. So that's good. If you, if you don't have a partner, if you don't have somebody, you know, have somebody, mm-hmm. give somebody that job, designate, you know, if you need to not be there when people start arriving, designate somebody. Can you, I want you to greet these people when they come and blah, blah, Okay. Blah. You know what I mean? Uh, good tip. Good so, tip. And, and also... Um, a lot of times I'm outside doing something right. in, in the outside of the building, building or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a, a lot of times we would actually have one, one of my friends do the bartending. Mm, uh, that's a good idea. So like they're opening the wine, mm-hmm. uh, maybe some bourbons or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and they're doing that. So mm-hmm. while I'm doing something else in the kitchen, you have someone almost assigned or a good friend. Yeah, we're like appoint people yeah. things. People yeah. that you know well, that mm-hmm. like your, yeah. your best friends or whatever. Okay, know? okay. So so for mm-hmm. the people who maybe maybe they're this season are hosting their first ever Thanksgivings or deciding to host their first ever Christmases and they're a little nervous about it, can you guys even break down? So, okay, somebody rings the doorbell. Say they're the first person there, one of the first few people there. Mm-hmm. What do they do? What do they say to break the ice and make everyone feel comfortable? 
Oh, what we say, the host or mm-hmm. whatever. As the host. Um, yeah. So, obviously, open the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Greet them. If it's wintertime, you know, take their coat. Mm-hmm. Usually, they're going to bring something like a bottle of wine or whatever. So, make sure you grab that. They're going to mm-hmm. hand it to you. Grab that while they take off their coat. And then you can take their coat and the wine back to the coat closet, put the wine in the mm-hmm. in the kitchen. And then, um, but you're kind of talking to them at the same time. I mean, our house isn't that huge where if I <laughs> go to the coat closet or mm-hmm. the kitchen, I can't still talk, you know, talk loudly and yeah. they can hear me. And usually they're kind of following me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but. And I think we always would offer someone wine when they first come yes, here. Yes, we always Definitely. ask them what can we get them to drink. Right, right. Do wine, um, water, whatever they prefer. Right. So we'll do that. And then kind of just make small talk. I mean, until mm-hmm. until the main host arrive or arrives or whatever. Now, if I'm the one greeting them and they're coming in and myself or or Tony is opening the door and greeting them, mm-hmm. we do all those same things. But then we're going to introduce them to whomever is there. Already. Okay. So okay. we make those introductions right away. And mm-hmm. we, whenever we make introductions, we kind of say what people have in common, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is so-and-so, and they're also, they also do this, or they're also from here, or whatever. Just to give those people something to kind of like break the ice and talk about a little bit, mm-hmm. so that you can kind of mingle. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the most important things you do very, very well, Connie, is whenever you host a, a gathering, uh, well, typically our intimate parties and stuff like that, you make sure that people compliment each other in, right. in, in terms of not compliment, but what yeah. they're saying to each other. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the people the, that you invite right. uh, kind of mesh really well. Mm. Right. That's a super important part of it, guys. They have a successful party. <laughs> to have a successful party, you have to curate your guest list. Let's you, talk about that because that was my yes. next question. <laughs> yes. You have to curate your guest list, please. Mm-hmm. You don't, because the worst thing is you cannot mix I've been to parties where people invite everybody they know. And that's awkward. That's very awkward because what happens is you have cliques there, right? Mm. So the people from your kid's school are all together. The people from the neighborhood are together. The people from work are together. The family members are together. It just does not work. Yeah. You know, that creates cliques. And then people who are kind of like, okay, I'm a new friend and maybe I met, I don't know, somewhere else completely. Mm-hmm. And I don't know any of these groups. I feel left out mm-hmm. and I'm not going to enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. And if I am in a clique, because I'm the kind of person who's very like, I'm social, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to, I want to go around and I want to, I want to meet somebody new if I'm at a party. I don't want to talk to the same people I already know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're in the, when people are in those little cliques, it's hard to break into that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If I'm a work friend and I want to break into, go talk to somebody over here from the neighborhood, it, it just doesn't work. Yeah. You know? Okay. So then what is, what is someone to do, right? If they want to have a decent kind of holiday party or any kind of party, mm-hmm. where do they start? How do they start building that guest list? Ooh, that, that's a, I, I think it's, yeah, it's a good question. I, excellent question because um, what's your... I'm thinking about that because usually we, we typically get together and say, hey, we want to have a party. Um, these are the people we want to, we want to invite. Yes. And, so and, and then, and mm-hmm. I think our list gets big and we narrow it down. Yes. Mm, yes. Okay. Yes. So that's what that's exactly what happens. We'll start out. Both of us are talking because we, we know different people. We know the mm-hmm. same people and we know different people. So we'll say, we're, we would say, okay, we're going to have this party. Who would we want to invite? Mm-hmm. And then we put all the people that we'd want to invite. 
we think about what we want for the party, right? Mm -hmm. What kind of party do we want this to be? Do we want it to be sitting around eating intellectual conversation or Mm -hmm. do we want it to be like party? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Some people can't do one or the other. Some people can do both well. So if I want this party to be, for instance, our Christmas parties, our Christmas parties are everybody mingling, having Mm -hmm. a good time. They're more lively. Definitely more lively. lively. We'll have music. Sometimes people want to dance, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll invite people who like to do those things who are fun yeah right yeah and who are outgoing more outgoing mm-hmm. kind of people not to say that sitting around an intellectual conversation isn't fun no, because we but we're talking room. about just like you we know have those too though. okay okay we have those got too. it like when we ha- when we have dinner parties sometimes mm-hmm. we'll invite specific people because we want to sit around and have those drink really good wine and have those conversations mm-hmm. we don't want it to be i feel like having a party and whatnot mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. or, Dancing, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah because sometimes music is in the background, yeah, um, and conversations in the foreground, right? Exactly, okay. Um, so basically, we start out, we both talk about who we want to invite, so we start out with a larger list, and then we'll say, okay, well, we can't invite this person without this person, but then I don't want really this person doesn't really fit, so then therefore, we can't invite that person either, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important to say, what I know you say that person doesn't fit, but I want to be specific to the listeners, like. When we're saying that person doesn't fit, it's more so like that person wouldn't have a good time at this type of party. Correct. You know what I'm Correct. saying? So it's not like Correct. a, obviously, it's not any kind of like mean, judgmental, no, like this no, person no, wouldn't no, fit. No, it's no, like no, a, no. this environment wouldn't be ideal to that person. Correct. Yeah. It's yeah. like this person would not have a good time. Correct. At this party. Yeah. yeah. Because one of our cardinal rules is we want everyone to feel welcome mm-hmm. and invited when they come. Right. So the only way we can make sure everyone feels warm and comfortable at the party is to make sure the right people are mingling with each other. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. I, I think without that, you have people that may leave the party um, saying they didn't really have a good time. Exactly. Um, exactly. Because they didn't want to fit into the conversation. Right. Um, and and like people, okay, for instance, if it's somebody from work and somebody from, I don't know, from, you know, uh, I don't know, some other thing, you mm-hmm. know, that that you met the person that doesn't have anything to do with work. Well, the, the work person I'm going to invite is not the work person who can only talk about work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. invite the work person who is has other dimensions and they, they don't they don't talk about their work. They'll talk about whatever else that they're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I mean. Yes. And absolutely. When we're talking about somebody doesn't fit, it just doesn't fit what we, the, our vision for that party. Like they would not have a good time. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. And you can tell, you know, people who mm-hmm. you can't invite. Um, somebody who's super shy wallflower to a party where it's high, high energy mm-hmm. and mingling. You know? Well, let's not call someone super shy wallflower. That person is just more like introverted. Okay, so yes. maybe they would prefer like us more sit down, yes. you know, it's more party. Because yeah. I'm like that. I am like that. I'm yeah. You, I will go to a party. No, seriously. I My dad's shaking his head, by the way, you guys. <laughs> no. But I, no, seriously, I am. Like I, if you're going to invite me to a party, especially if, you're going to invite me and I don't know anybody else there. Mm-hmm. Even if dad's going, mm-hmm. I feel nervous about it because you don't know me if I don't know anybody right, right. and um, dad is going to mingle because he mingles with everybody. So mm-hmm. then it's I don't want to, and then I don't want to look like I'm following him around. Mm-hmm. Right. So yes. But if I'm in a, if I'm at a place where I have things in common with these people, that's going to be way easier for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I want to also mention, because, yes, if you're like that, and I relate to that, I think, like, when I go into a social situation, I'm not going in there, like, 
like dad and just like making small talk with anybody I bump into. That's like not my style. Like it just makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, However, like think about it from a guest perspective. If you walked into a party, how happy you'd be if the host kind of when you walked in, got you a drink and was like, oh my gosh, have you met so-and-so? And then naturally, you know, like, okay, like dad can go off and do his thing. And like, exactly. at least I have this other person to chat with. Exactly. So that's why it's important to the host link saying, people yeah, right at the beginning. Host, oh, have you met so-and-so? Mm-hmm. They're, you know, whatever. And say the connection piece. And then, yeah, and then automatically I'm feeling more comfortable because yeah. now I know somebody, we have something in common and we can talk. Yes. You know? Yes. So. You know, I think in many instances, we kind of do that unknowingly at our parties where people come and they don't, people don't know each other. We kind of introduce them. Uh, so mm-hmm. maybe two guys were in the military or something. Hey, mm-hmm. he was in the military. You were in the military. Mm-hmm. And they, they kind of automatically bond. Yes. Um, so we kind of automatically do that, not knowingly sometimes. Or, or it's so second nature now at this it's point. It's kind of, kind of second nature, right? I think so. So that's very helpful. Okay. So curating a perfect guest list, start with a large list. Kind of pluck away the people who you think wouldn't have the best time at mm-hmm. that particular gathering. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, right. And also have an idea of what size party you want, right? Because yes. you have to know. I mean, if you're going to start out with 100 people and you got to narrow it down to six, that's going to be pretty hard. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. And also, I think it really you have to really curate the meal as well. Yeah. Um, do you want to have um, small bites? Mm-hmm. It's going to be dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff like you really have to. Put some thought behind that. Right. Because um, that, you, you take into consideration how you want things to move in the party. Yeah, how you so serve our everything. Christmas party is not a sit down thing, right? So we want people up moving, mingling. Mm-hmm. And people are holding their wine glass or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we have small bites where people can just get little things and eat instead of, we're not going to serve like, you know. Something messy and, and yeah, where you gotta yeah. sit down and eat it. You know what I mean? So. That's perfect because you guys are good at this. You guys keep leading me into the next questions because I was gonna say let's circle back to that walking through a party like hour by hour, moment by moment. So mm-hmm. everybody's arrived. Mm-hmm. They have a great, you know, you guys curated mm-hmm. a nice invite list. Mm-hmm. Everybody is there at the party. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna walk through a few different situations that people might find at their parties. And you guys let me know like how you would fix that or how you would okay. avoid that situation. Okay. Okay. So something you often see at gatherings. What if people seem bored? You know, like like what if mm-hmm. you have this vision for this like lively, jolly holiday party, mm-hmm. but everybody's just kind of like everyone's having a good time, but they're all just kind of mellow, they're chilling, mm-hmm. and like you know, everyone's sitting, and you just like can't get a good grasp on like how people are feeling. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Do you Make an effort to change that? Are you, like, not sure if, like, maybe people want this? Like, what would you do if you looked around and you saw everybody just kind of seeing, seeming a little bit too calm? <laughs> you know, to be honest with you, we don't have parties like that. If that was the situation, yes. how would we resolve it? Okay. Well, first, I don't situate the furniture where people can sit around. Key. That's a That's key. key. Setting up the space is key. Yes. Setting mm-hmm. up the space is how, uh, how you want people to move throughout the space. If you do not want people just sitting around, don't have a lot of chairs, mm-hmm. you know, there where they can sit down, have the, you know, we actually move them into different rooms of the house mm-hmm. so that they're not in there. Yeah. Because that um, way people are, you know, encouraged to mix right, and mingle. People are encouraged mm-hmm. to mix and mingle. Um, but if I, if, and I'm always, I'm constantly, and, and I don't think the guests realize this, but I'm constantly scanning the room, mm-hmm. constantly. And if I see anybody who is, looks like they're lonely or alone or 
uh, people who look like they're bored or whatever, mm-hmm. I make sure I go over to those people and I pull them in. I pull them into a conversation that I hear going somewhere else, or I'll just start talking to that person for a while. And then I'll say, oh, you want to come with me and do, help me do X, Y, and Z, depending on, you know, how they're feeling or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that I find works really well. And also... Sometimes dad and I can be kind of silly. So if people look like they're bored, then we might turn on the music and we might start dancing and then everybody else starts dancing. You know what I mean? Yeah, because a lot of the times, like a party, you have to remember like a party, it's really a lot of people just, they're not sure what's acceptable, quote unquote, at that moment, right? So as soon as you see somebody else like letting loose and having a good time, then they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, Mm -hmm. like let's make it this kind of party. Yeah. Yeah. And we have certain people, you know, if we're going to put the music on and start dancing, we know Mm -hmm. certain people are going to get up and start dancing. Yeah. So, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and then those people who are kind of like, oh, I don't want to dance. I don't want, eventually, mm-hmm. they st- and then everybody's having a good time. You know? Okay. So, okay. Yeah. I, I think the key thing is, is the placement of seats and mm-hmm. how you arrange the space. That's right. the bottom line. That's scenario number one. Yeah. Number two, and I'm just thinking about these on the fly. Mm-hmm. Number two, what if you have a scenario during a party where People end up having a very, start having a serious, almost heated conversation. You know what I mean? Sometimes mm-hmm. people start drinking a little bit much, and I don't know, somebody starts talking about politics and religion, and you're just like, what is going on over there? What are you to do if you see well, somebody engaging in that kind of First of all, thing? know your guests, right? Mm-hmm. The people that we invite to our parties, um, whatever kind of party it is, we know these people. Either I know them, dad knows them, or we both know them. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean we just like met them yesterday. Right. We know these people. We've been out with these people. We know how these people act. So you're not going to have people there who you're like, oh, no, he's a nasty drunk. Yeah. Oh, you don't want that energy. You know what I'm Uh saying? Mm -hmm. Or somebody who, likewise, somebody who gets one drink and then they fall asleep in the corner. (laughs) That's boring. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, again, it goes back to knowing your guests. Mm -hmm. And um, if if you want to get to know somebody, you know, if you want to invite somebody to something and you don't know that person at all. Invite them to something neutral, like out, not to your party, you know, mm-hmm. d- do lunches with them or go out to dinner with them and see how they are with some mm-hmm. drinks and things mm-hmm. like that beforehand, before ever inviting them to one of your gatherings. Okay, that's helpful. Yeah. That's helpful. Okay. So now we're getting towards the end. Actually, we're, we're still kind of like in the middle towards the, closer to the end of the event. Mm-hmm. What are you as the host doing during the event? Right? Like as soon as the party started, is started, are you guys off the hook? Or mm-hmm. what no, are the no, certain no. things you're doing no. during the event to make sure the party so, is so, still so. going? I think it's a constant throughout the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're always managing um, drinks as well as food because mm-hmm. we don't like to put all the food out at one time. So we keep some food reserved. That's a good uh, idea. And make sure that everything, what's supposed to be warm, is going to be warm. What's supposed to be cold, is cold. Um, so we are constantly monitoring that the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's one way. And also we're... Because we have an indoor-outdoor space. So a lot of times we have the fireplace going outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're making sure that logs on the fireplace. Um, just just kind of cleaning up as we go along, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure there's no mess. Uh, and we just kind of monitor everything. Yeah, we monitor things. Like, yeah, right now we have an indoor-outdoor space um, that we can use all year round. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, like for our Christmas parties, we'll have the fireplace going outside or whatnot. And then... Usually, dad is the one who'll take some guys. Hey, let's go out. You want a, a, a cigar or whatever? Dad's usually the one who starts with take some people and they'll go outside mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. And then eventually other people will follow. And then yeah. before you know it, everybody's going in and out, in mm-hmm. and out, you know. And also, I think we have lively conversations too during that period of time where we're kind of splitting people up mm-hmm. and we, we're just making sure uh, that, that, 
the conversation is ongoing, I think. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. And, and we may ask some questions just to kind of get a spirited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Um, this is a conversation right. going. Yeah, so we're always, like Dad said, we're constantly monitoring everything. We're monitoring the food mm-hmm. because usually, yeah, I'm the one usually who'll switch the foods out, you know, or well, sometimes yeah, 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 because whoever notices it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, this is running low. Mm-hmm. Let's get some more out. And also, okay. I think we, we try to do the courses too. Like after we finish like the salads, we do like the main courses. Yeah. And, and then after that, you you make sure you uh, take care of the dessert. Right. So the guests don't know this. I don't say, oh, now there's dessert or whatever. And also they're entertained. So they're not they're, even noticing. They're not even noticing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'll go at some point and start switching. Oh, okay. Now it's, yeah, people, have, let, let's put some desserts out. We don't put everything out at once because another thing, if you put everything out at once, people tend to kind of just like, Swarm around mm-hmm. the table. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another thing I want to. Bring okay. Up. If your space, yeah. m- most people's spaces, if you're going to have an, a gathering, your space is going to be big enough. Mm-hmm. Don't put all the food in one spot. That's another thing, a mm-hmm. way to make people yeah. mingle. You can have a little bit of food, like we'll put a little bit of food on the dining room table. Mm-hmm. We'll put some food on the kitchen table. We'll put some food on the, you know, and on the island, whatever. So that also makes people move around because somebody will see something. Oh, where'd you get that? Oh, it's in there. You know what I mean? Mm, that's um, a good idea. Yeah, so never put all your food in one spot and right. don't bring it out all at once. Mm-hmm. Because yes. then once it's all, because then if you have it on one table and you have it all at once, people kind of tend to come and gather around the food table. That, and also they might just <laughs> scoop a lot onto their plate right. and just mm-hmm. a lot of food, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. might go to waste and they right. might not actually eat it at right. the end. Right. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Also, if anybody has a smaller apartment, I mean, yeah, you don't have to have, you know, I know you're saying you can sort out the food in different locations, but that can be done even in a sim- even in a studio, literally. Oh, absolutely. Have some stuff in the kitchen on a counter and have some stuff on a dining room table or even mm-hmm. like on an ottoman, on a, on a tray. tray. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you can do that no matter what the size of your space mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that works really, really well too. And I also like the point you made, Dad, about like, you know, at some point during the party, you'll like gather some people to go out into another space and like smoke a cigar or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like that's a good tip also because, you know, sometimes you'll have a party or something and you notice like people are just seated kind of awkwardly and nobody's like making the move to kind of like rearrange and go sit closer to that person or sit mm-hmm. that and you just like kind of want to shake things up a little bit mm-hmm. and get a new conversation going. Yes. That's a good idea. It can be like, hey, does anybody want to join me in this space? Or right. like, hey guys, I have some, you know, cigars right. or, Ooh. you know, desserts or whatever. And you can shift the conversation to another space yeah. and just like change the energy a right. little bit. And even when, you know, talking about putting thing, food in different spots, yeah. you want people to go outside and mm-hmm. put some food out there. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. What were we going to say, Dad? Yeah, and, and also a lot of times, because uh, you know I'm into bourbons. Yes, yes. So I may have a new bourbon. Ooh. I say, hey, guys, let's go outside. And even gals sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've tried this new bourbon. How would you like to sample it? Ooh, and that's so, a good and, idea. And so we get together outside. We, we try it. We talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a good way to kind of um, have little activities doing a party, so to speak. That's a good yeah. idea because I think that, I think kind of like activities are... Mm-hmm. Kind of a little bit of a piece of like the hidden magic that you guys do really mm-hmm. well at your parties. Because exactly that, like, right, how long can you really be mixing and mingling? You know, mm-hmm. just like on end. Mm-hmm. You can do that for a little bit. But isn't it so much like more fun if, you know, you're mixing and mingling for a little bit. And then maybe, yes, mm-hmm. you're having some kind of tasting. Mm-hmm. And then maybe there's a little bit of games. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there's a little right, bit of some right, kind right. of little gift exchange. Like 
It could be a mint. It could be a toast. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. having some kind of little moment or mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. to break up, just like the general mixing, mixing mm-hmm. and mingling, mm-hmm. um, just like changes things up mm-hmm. and it makes it nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so one of the things we like to do is we like to try different recipes. Yeah. And a lot of times we like to highlight those recipes during the party. Okay. Hey guys, this is a brand new recipe. Why don't you try this? See if you like it. Mm-hmm. And, and we talk about what the recipe is and how do you like it and everything. And that kind of pulls people in too. Uh, so we do that a lot of times. We try a different dessert we haven't tried before. Yeah, like let us know how you guys like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And we get feedback like that, and people love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now we're getting towards an event is closing out. Mm-hmm. Say you want an event to end around midnight or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Are the things you start doing to kind of get the signal, mm-hmm. like, okay, guys, it's mm-hmm. coming to an end? <laughs> like, like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. Um, so, so for instance, if it's a lively party, mm-hmm. I will change the music. So again, the guests don't really, I don't think realize this is happening, but I change, I slow it down, mm-hmm. you know? So I'll put on more mellow music mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then people, people are kind of getting tired. Mm-hmm. So. And tipsy. And tipsy. <laughs> and they're kind of like grooving to this mellow music. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it, it changes the tone of it mm-hmm. for sure. And then people's. It, it relaxes people. So I'll put on more relaxing music than upbeat music. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, oh, oh yeah. It's getting start, yawning. You know, start yawning. Mm-hmm. And then they realize, oh, yeah, let me start going. And usually once the first people leave, then people kind of follow suit. Yeah. Um, if it's a smaller gathering, like, say, for instance, a dinner party or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, after I serve the, the dessert and we're talking whatever, mm-hmm. when I'm like, oh, it's about time to wind it down, I ask. You know, if anybody wants coffee or tea. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. It usually comes like, okay, it's coffee or tea time. So, and after that, it's kind yeah. of, you know, over. So, so. That, I think that's the trigger. That, that's definitely the trigger when you offer coffee and tea. Mm-hmm. Or when we start kind of um, cleaning up the kitchen. And clean it, yeah. Because mm-hmm. sometimes there's the, there are the people who don't want to leave. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, what do you there's do? There's always that one person. <laughs> I actually start, we actually start cleaning up. Yeah. We actually start cleaning up. Mm-hmm. Um, and... The people usually don't like. They can stay and offer to help if they want mm-hmm. to, that's fine. but usually they don't. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll, you know, once we start cleaning up and everything, mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh yeah, well, I guess you know, guess it's that time." Yeah. And so yeah. Okay. Okay. And we're not rude about it. I mean, we'll just start like yeah. cleaning the table off. You know, picking up the food things and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's obvious that the party's. <laughs> the okay, party's so at that point, there's not that one person or a couple people just kind of still there. No. Okay. No, okay. Really, no. That's good. Okay, that's helpful. So people should have a very detailed, like, play-by-play. You heard some advice of how to keep the party, one, how to get the party going, Mm -hmm. who to invite, how Mm -hmm. to set it up, what to be doing, how to get people out, and how to keep it fun and lively. What else do you have to share? And another thing, you know, when I was talking about doing the, um, buying the food in advance, Mm -hmm. I... Also, if you're going to have a specific party, for instance, we always have our Christmas party, right? Or Thanksgiving is coming up. We're going to host Thanksgiving this year at our house. I will think about how do I want my Thanksgiving table to look? Mm, mm -hmm. What decorations? How do I want this Christmas, um, you know, decorations to look? And then the same way I start looking for food, you know, sales on food, I'll start looking at like Michael's and, you know, the different craft places or, or Target or Walmart or whomever mm-hmm. um, to see what they have on sale and start buying those things, those decorative items mm-hmm. that I'm going to decorate my house with. Very good idea. Um, specifically, let's, let's talk about hostess gifts for a moment. Oh, let's. Because I do, I only do this 
During my Christmas party. Okay. I, I don't really do it any other time. When you're saying hostess gift, that's like, well, I'm sorry. what does that mean? Maybe it's not pop. Usually, you're thinking more of like a parting gift or like yes, a, a take home, gift. a little trinket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, a parting gift. Um, I also, we, I only do this during our holiday party and I'll think about this a few months in advance. Mm-hmm. What am I going to, what's going to be my little giveaway thing? Mm-hmm. And like one year I did... You made some. You made a, a jar. Oh yeah, it was like the potpourri stuff. So oh okay. It was like in mason jars, and I stuck like sliced. Um, I sliced and dried oranges, mm-hmm. and had cinnamon cloves, sticks, cinnamon clove. sticks, yeah. cranberry, fresh cranberries, and um, and some um evergreen. You know, spruce some, kind of smell. Kind okay. Of, kind of rosemary. Leaves or yeah. whatever in there. Yeah. Sometimes rosemary, whatever. Yeah. Anyways. With, with a tag that has directions. So what it is, is when you get home or whatever, you pour it into a pot with a, a simmering mm, on a stove and it mm-hmm. makes your whole house smell like... And you can know, do it during a party time. too. Yeah. And yeah, we always... Yeah. Okay. And so... So perfumes the whole house. Yeah. So then when people leave, when guests are leaving, we always give them a jar, give them this... Like gift. The gift. Yeah. That year was that jar to take with them. And people are always surprised and they always love it. Mm-hmm. And then when they use it, it reminds them of the party, of the good time they have, they've had. Ooh, I um, love that. So, and it doesn't have to be like, that was very inexpensive. Okay. Um, one year I did... I, I think you did um, a chocolate chip cookie mix, I believe. Oh, I remember that. I did I that remember one that. year. Yeah, when that thing where in the jar you put all yeah. the stuff to make your... Yep, like the dry ingredients, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, something I did. Oh. Uh, also, I want to pause. Dad, I know you have to go to Bourbon Club. <laughs> Do you want to head out now? <laughs> oh, <laughs> keep, keep, keep going. Okay, okay. Keep going. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, think of think of little things. A lot of times I make them. They're handmade stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, just anything that you think uh, people would like. If it's a couple, usually it's... I'll give it to one person. I don't do things like a lotion or things like that because yeah. that's for one person. Yeah. I'll do it for like... A, home, a gift for your home. Basically. Okay, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. So that just makes another little thing to make it special. Ooh, mm-hmm. I love that. What are you going to do this year? I don't know yet. I, we'll which, have to think of some creative ideas. Better, yeah, I, I think recycle I, one of my ideas. I think mm-hmm. that's one thing you got to do well is when you think about having a party, you make sure that there is, uh, the home is inviting, mm-hmm. um, especially if it's around a holiday. Mm-hmm. Time. Your mother does a great job in terms of making sure the house is kind of festive. Definitely. Yeah. So that's, that's an element to the party, would you say? Yes. And make sure to curate your playlist. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, subtle plug here for, ooh, I should do a here home, like, holiday music Absolutely. playlist. Holiday party. Ooh, mm-hmm. let me know, you guys, if you want that. I think and, I should do that. Also, That'd be very fun. Another thing we've tried mm-hmm. is we sometimes we'd come up with a signature cocktail for a party. Ooh, oh, yeah. that's yep. a good idea. Yeah, so, so we always like to do something special. Yeah. And, and, see, 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 and I think that makes your guests feel extra special to say, hey, we came up with a cocktail for the party. And why don't you try it? Okay. So my, a lot of things like that that make guests feel really welcome. Yes. That's a good idea. My final question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Say you are somebody who's not going to be a host this holiday season. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a guest mm-hmm. at maybe a few parties or mm-hmm. maybe just a family one or whatever. Mm-hmm. What is like number one top thing you would say to that person to like be just a really great guest? A, a gracious guest. A gracious guest. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, I think show up with a hostess gift. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hostess always love mm-hmm. gifts. gifts. Okay. Hosts and hostesses always love be gifts. Be on time. <laughs> be on time. That's well, yours. <laughs> well, okay. Within reason, though. Yeah. I mean, if you're 15 minutes late, even 30 well, minutes well, late, right, that's right. okay. That, that's well, okay. It, but it also depends on what kind of party it is. If okay. it's going to be an open house type of thing where you can come mm-hmm. anytime between this time and that time, it's fine. If it's a sit-down dinner, 
please don't go late because people are, you know, mm-hmm. you want to serve the dinner at a certain time. You yes. cannot show up 30 minutes an hour late. Yes. That's, so be sure yes. you know what type of gathering you're going to because, yes, yes if it's a dinner, be on time. If it's an open house, check on that. But okay, so you're saying be timely. Yes, be timely. Okay. It's nice to show up with a little something for the host. Mm-hmm. Don't bring a plus two or plus three. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Don't, yes. don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask if you can yeah. bring these other people or whatever unless... Mm-hmm. The invitation specifically says you have a plus one yeah. or bring plus a friend. Yeah, or like all are welcome or something yeah, like that. Exactly. Still run it past the host, and but right, yes. Right, right, yes. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Those are good tips. And if you have, I mean, most times a good host will try to have food options for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to always have something for, I'm going to have meat, obviously. I'm going to have something, seafood, obviously. And I will always have in something that's protein that's not meat or fish if you're a vegetarian or okay. a vegan. Like, try to have different food options for different people. Yes. I've okay. been at parties where when I was a vegan, mm-hmm. I had absolutely nothing to eat. So. Yeah, that 's miserable. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> righty, y'all. Thank you so much. I think people learned a lot. I learned a lot. Okay. Um, are you guys going to have a party this year? Yes. We'll probably yes, have two be... parties <laughs> this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be, so we're hosting Thanksgiving. My side of the family, as you know, they're all coming. Yeah. Thanksgiving. That'll be fun. And so we're going to have like, I don't know, 20-something people. Oh, my um, gosh. Just brothers, sisters, um, and their spouses and children mm-hmm. and, you know, everything. So, so, so that'll nie- be fun. Nieces and nephews, yeah. right? And, um, and then we will have our first holiday party Um since COVID, because we haven't oh, had one yeah. since COVID. Yes. You know, I bet you a lot of people haven't host, like hosted larger parties in right. quite a while. Mm-hmm. That's a good yeah. point. Okay, folks, I know you have the rest of the evening to get to. Thank you so much. I know my dad here is like yearning to go to the Bourbon Club. Um, I will tag Bourbon and Blues in the show notes so you guys can check out the events that he does. He's also a loving host here. <laughs> Mom, what are you about to do after this? I need to go work out, but... I'm oh, going to ha- sure. hop on the Peloton? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to go to Target. Oh, dang. I need to do that. Yeah, I have to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I, I hope you guys like this episode. Bye, everyone. Thanks for, for listening. Thanks for listening to us. Bye. Thanks for hosting us. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>